I can normally come to you with a smile on my face. I can uh, normally come to you and pretend like I'm happy and that everything is going to be okay, even when it's not quite there. But uh, the decommitment of uh, Sean Baby Shaq Phillips is a moment where, um, you know, my mother always taught me, if you if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. So with that being said, uh, I probably shouldn't be saying anything I'm going to say in today's show. But we're going to say it anyway on today's episode of Locked On Wolfpack. You are Locked On Wolfpack. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. At this point, I I really hope that uh, Wolfpack Nation is cognizant of the fact that we we probably shouldn't be paying attention a lot to uh, what's going on in in basketball until the season rolls back around. Realistically, that's that's where I am with this thing. When is the last time we got like really really good news? Right, like even the things that we've been excited about in the grand scheme of things, what are they? We've been excited about transfers coming through, transfers enjoying themselves, saying they had a good time, all that potential transfers, saying that. We have not been excited about an actual commitment. And if I'm lying, I'm flying. I, I haven't, as far as I know, we still don't have a single commitment. We still don't have a single signee in this upcoming class except LJ Thomas. And all due respect to LJ, I believe he can develop into a really, really good player in Raleigh. I do. I do. I, I don't have any doubt about that. But one player is not enough for what we just saw, for what we're up against losing. One player ain't enough. It's just not. It's just, And you're lying to yourself if you say it is. Well, what do you mean you're lying to yourself? I, we just had one of the worst seasons, if not the worst, in program history for basketball. More losses than we've ever had. We had a point where there were only, uh, I believe it was 30% of our scholarship players were on injured reserve. This is not ideal, to say the least. To say the least. We are only returning two bigs. Two. Two. (sighs) And one of them is coming off a season-ending injury. It's, you know, as, as optimistic as we want to be, as much as we want to smile and put on a happy face here, it's tough. It's tough because again, we're not looking at uh, we're not looking at a situation where this is one or two bad things. It has been consecutive, just bad thing after bad thing after bad thing. And I'm not even talking about Cam Hayes transfer and Jalen Gibson transfer. I don't care. I don't. That's not a big deal, right? Campaigns are transferring into a program that will not be able to play, into the po- play in the postseason more likely than not. That's the reality. They're probably going to be banned from the postseason the entire time he's there. Won't even get to sniffing NIT. I don't care. Jalen Gibson's transferring to Winston-Salem State. More power to the Rams. I hope he can do great things there. I'm not dying about that. I'm not. 
livid, upset, all over the place about that. I don't really, it's not a big deal. What is a big deal? Losing Dillingham. What is a big deal? Losing Phillips. Because now two players who were set to be cornerstones of the program going forward are gone without ever having touched foot down on campus, which seems to be a constant theme under Keats. And so I am telling you all, Wolfpack fans, I'm telling you all, for the betterment of your mental health, do not just put basketball to the back of your mind for a little while. And I know, I know some people are going to say, well, this is contributing to the apathy that's already surrounding basketball. Here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in uh, the Luther Vandross, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. We have to love one Keats and give him support right now. And to be honest, to be quite honest, you tell me what has happened in this, this uh, previous regular season, or I'm sorry, this this what has happened during this postseason, during or offseason rather, what has happened during this offseason that will convince you that we are in a better position than we were last year? Don't worry, I'll wait. Again, y'all know me. Anybody who listens to this show regularly, anybody who's interacted with me on social media knows, I will respond to you. That is, I make no bones about it. As sure as the sun rises on the east and sets on the west, if you tell me, hey, Ken, I think that we're in a good position because da 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 I'll follow you up. I'll, I'll have a conversation with you about it, whether I agree with you, whether I disagree with you, whether I think, huh, that's a very intelligent day. That's me and your take are aligned. Whether I'm like, oh, that's a very nuanced day. I get where you're going. Whether I think you, you've said one of the least informed things I've ever heard in my life, I don't, I'll, I'll interact with you. But I'm asking you, tell me. Somebody tell me something that says, if I pay attention to what's happened to this basketball team during this offseason, I'll have a ton of hope. And this is not to say, oh, I don't believe that Keats is working in the transfer portal at all. I don't believe he'll get into these really good guys who are who have a little bit of a name and have uh, big programs. Out there. I believe again, the, one of the best things that you can sell, especially the folks coming out of the portal. You're going to be playing in a huge conference. You're going to have plenty of playing time. You're going to have the opportunity to have the ball in your hands a lot. You're going to, whatever you do well, you're going to have the opportunity to do it in the state because we don't have, we don't have enough of anything to say that we would definitively take away anybody's ability to do their thing. If you're a playmaker, <laughs> we, we got it. We got Baby, if you want to come in and pass that ball, if you want to move this pill, if you want to make those plays, come on. We're waiting on you. If you're a shooter, we darn sure don't have enough of those. We darn sure don't have enough of those. If you're a slasher, come on. You're a rim protector. Come on. You're a rebounder. Come on. We will give you the opportunity to do whatever you can do. NC State has a lot to sell as far as, you know, playing time, and the ability to do what you do best in the portal. But like I said, I'm not really too deep into I need to follow and track this every step of the way because right now it's just been um, disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. And sometimes you beat the brakes. Sometimes the brakes are beating you, and the brakes are whooping the wheels off us right now. 
when things start to turn more positively, I can be a little bit more tuned back in. But right now, for the sake of my mental health, I, I need a break. I need a break, girls. I'm a break mentally. This has been a rough, rough, rough offseason. It has. It has. And again, I'm not talking about the players that regressed, that I didn't see anything special from, that um, didn't take a step forward in the way that I thought they would. And this is no disrespect to this young man. Didn't take a step forward in the way that I thought they would in Jericho. There's no disrespect to him. Not saying that he was put in the best position to do so. Not saying that he was utilized properly to do so. He did not, his play did not materialize in the way that I thought it would. This is not to say he didn't work hard. It's not to say that he's not good. It could have very well been that our lack of a system was the cause of that, was the culprit that hid the the, the diamond in the rough that he is. It could be a multitude of things, but it just didn't happen. It, and that's that's a matter of fact. We could talk about player development, possibly being the reason that Kev Hayes regressed, possibly being the reason that Jalen Gibson didn't turn anything. We can talk about that. Uh, we can even go back to Nick Farrar. But guess what? They didn't materialize. So am I going to be uh, overly broken up, overly devastated about it? No. And if it is the lack of player development, then we have to believe that these assistant coaches that Keats has been hiring have to be better than what we've seen in the past. We have to believe that something good is being built here, but we also can understand that we don't need to keep our eyes on every little minute, every second, every everything that we're doing because it'll drive you crazy. It'll drive every time it seems like we get a, a good get or a little bit of good news, something happens to offset it. So again, I'm trusting Keats to build a winner here or to build something special. And if not, that's fine. You go your way. We'll go ours, knowing that the only thing that was built was the worst season in NC State history, and we'll live with that. And speaking of built, I got to talk to you all about Built Bar. These things are amazing. Let me tell you something. It's about that time where folks who who really uh, been slacking a little bit are getting ready to get their summer bodies in order. Well, you can do that with Built Bar. These bars are del- delicious and nutritious. You scroll, go to build.com and scroll down the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, and low carbs. Check out these macros, all right? Most built bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually contains around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And you've got mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new is the white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all so delicious and new flavors coming out all the time. If you think that they might have a flavor that might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious and it will be good for you. At Built Bar, they take they're all about taste. They make they make the bars taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. So go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built. So, folks, the the next thing that I want to talk to you all about is we are seeing some really good things um, out of out of, you know, pack pros at multiple different uh, multiple different sports. And it's going to be really good to see uh, how they flourish and how they turn out over the next 
over the next little uh, segment here because Reyna Perez uh, also got signed to the Seattle Storm, or she has a uh, camp spot with the Seattle Storm to partner up with her old uh, running mate, Alyssa Kunain. And this is this is exciting to say the least, right? There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. The only thing that I'm a little surprised about, and this isn't saying that like, oh, the other players aren't as good as her or or she's not uh, or she's just head and shoulders above everybody else and nobody else deserves the time of day. I am not going to lie to you when I say I'm a little surprised that Kai Crutchfield hasn't gotten the same type of attention. And I know I talked about this already. But again, if you're looking at what the game is becoming, if you're looking at uh, how pace and space is important, if you're looking at how there's a lot of players or a lot of teams rather that need a player who can space the floor, it's a little surprising to see uh, that she hasn't been picked up already. It, it is. It's there's no way around that. I mean, at the end of the day, there is there is something to be said about a player who openly, happily sacrifices so much of what her game could be uh, to become basically a a very very excellent player in her role at NC State. That's a winner. That's a winner. That's that is more important than anything that you could imagine for the most part. Uh, for any team, a player who's willing to do what needs to be done in order to win at the sacrifice, at the cost of personal success, putting we, putting the team before me, that's where champions are made. And I know a lot of people say, well, no, champions are made because it's not about your X's and your O's, it's about your Larry's and your Joe's. What do you think the Larry's and the Joe's means? The Larry's and the Joe's doesn't always mean the most talented. It doesn't always mean the biggest, strongest, fastest, best shooting, best handle, best this, best that. It means the Larrys and the Joes that are willing to come together for a purpose that is bigger than them, to have one of those big shiny rings on their finger, to have two of them, to have three of them, to have however many. That's what matters. That's what matters. And then we're going to transition over to some other sports where we've got Kerry Angeline catching uh, his first touchdown for the Birmingham Stallions and the USFL. The big man still got moves. He he was showing off what he did with NC State in terms of uh, the effectiveness that he had in the red zone in the USFL. Hadn't stopped. It hasn't stopped. And I am honestly surprised that he didn't catch on with the Cardinals considering what their tight ends were. But it's Cliff Kingsbury. And anybody who doesn't know how I feel about Cliff Kingsbury, well, I'll just tell you this. Before he ever coached a game in the NFL, before Kyler Murray had ever played a game in the NFL, I made a tweet, March 22nd, 2019. I feel so bad for Kyler Murray, not because of his life situation. He's won in that regard. But his career will be a failure while Cliff Kingsbury is there, and he'll take the blame. If you think I'm lying, go look it up. Go look it up. That is a paraphrasing of the tweet, but it is exactly from that day, March 22nd, 2019. I'm telling you, if I'm lying, I'm flying. I have the word. I've, I've seen it. I saw it coming. So, uh, Carrie Angeline getting cut by the Cardinals. Not exactly surprising. I mean, that's that organization's a little bit of a clown show, especially when you have Cliff Kingsbury at the helm. But that's another story for another time. The NFL draft coming up. We got some players who I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fairly certain are going to be drafted. And a lot of people are talking about the video uh, of 
uh, Mecca Mezzi where, you know, he was talking about the last two catches um, against the University of No Consequences where it ended up being two touchdowns that um, gave us a, a, a victory that was snatched out of the jaws of defeat in essence, right? And I think that one of the things that must be talked about when you talk about Emeka Mezzi is not just a smart guy, not just a reliable guy, but a playmaker. I think that's what folks need to realize about Emeka Mezzi at a high level. And I, I am aware of the fact that, you know, there have been receivers in his mode before they haven't exactly panned out because they couldn't get a lot of separation and they weren't the biggest bodies and all this and that. Emeka Amezi has what it takes to play at a high level on the next level. And I'm going to I'm gonna come to you all live uh, with the recap of the first round where I'm sure Big Ake is going to go, with a recap of whoever is going on the second day, which I think I think Emeka and Bam Knight could sneak into there. And I'm going to come into you. I'm going to come to you uh, with a a recap of the entire draft after that. But honestly and truly, I really think that in in the game that is in an NFL game that is more and more and more becoming uh, a game of specialization. And I know people are thinking, well, Ken, what are you talking about? Debo Samuels is the most valuable guy in the world. And he could do all these things. Debo Samuels is an aberration. You can talk all you want about, oh, he's great with the ball in his hands after the catch, and that's that's why it's so important. He can do all these different things. No, it's it's rare. It's rare to see. More and more, we get we are getting guys who can run specific routes, who do specific things very well. And to me, Emeka Mezzi is very much so cut out for that role. He's very much so cut out for uh, the role of a a – either a red zone playmaker or honestly and truly, I believe he could be your second receiver. I believe he could be your second receiver in NFL. I think he can uh, at, at his peak be a second receiver on a, in a pretty good passing game. I think he can do that. I think that's possible. While people talk about, you know, Oh, there's not the best separation. You, there's something to be said for a guy who catches everything that comes that, that hits his hands, you know, like there's still something to be said there. There's still something to be said for big, strong hands and a big catch radius. That is vitally important. And I'll tell you this. A lot of the big guys, guys who are bigger than Emeka, who um, for whatever reason they didn't pan out, but they had some of the same strengths as Emeka, one of the things that a lot of them did not have that he does, really, really good hands, really good hands. Real, he's going to make the easy catch. He's going to make those catches. He's not going to have those drops where you're like, oh, my God, that's going to kill us. This is an easy, you're a pro getting paid millions. You need to make this catch. He's not going to drop a lot of those. He's not. A lot of players that we've seen in the past few years that didn't exactly pan out in the NFL, that was one of their problems. If you look at the, uh, I want to say Hakeem Butler out of Iowa State, one of his problems is he couldn't make the easy catches. He can make the spectacular ones here and there. He could, for sure, huge body, huge catch rate. He dropped a lot of easy ones. And that's no offense to the man. That's not saying, oh, he's horrible, he's terrible, and I, I wouldn't want. No, it's not that. It's just telling the objective reality of that's what this is. That's what you're looking at uh, when you see players who are in his mode a little bit that just for whatever reason uh, can't quite make the plays that need to be done. But 
I'd be betting on a mecca measure to have success in the NFL. And if you're a better, go to betonline.net. It's your number one source for all your sports betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports development, league reviews, news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the MLB season right at BetOnline. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So we're about to land this thing, but again, this... I am taking, uh, if you haven't seen the movie Don't Look Up on Netflix, I am taking the approach of the masses in that movie in terms of what's going on with our basketball program right now. We have to, um, we have to support our coach as, you know, this is, this is our, we got to support him, got to show him love and all that good stuff. And right now, this is one of those moments where <sighs> I just, Give me something to support, right? Give me one reason to stay here, and I'll turn right back around, right? Give me, give me something, and that's that's what we're looking at right now. And again, the assistant coaching hires, pretty good. I'm, I might even get into those later this week. Pretty good. But with that being said, it's it's tough. It's tough. And as I mentioned uh, earlier in the show, the Pack Pros are doing. The Pack Pros are going to know about. I can't wait to see um, how Kayla Jones does with the uh, Minnesota Lynx. I can't wait to see uh, how how Reyna and uh, Alyssa do with the Seattle Storm. I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm really excited uh, to see what's in store for those women. I'm, I'm really excited to see Kerry Angeline doing what he's doing at a high level. I'm really going to be excited to see where all of our guys who are going to get drafted go. Uh, next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'm really excited about it. Uh, you know, we're we're going to see some some pretty good and pretty exciting stuff come out of these folks in the next few years because they did great things with the pack, and I expect nothing less than greatness from them in the pros. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time. Y'all make this show what it is. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. <laughs> You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 